Welcome to Nerd vs. World, episode 35, Journey to the Centre of the Nerd. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And I'm Adi. Okay guys, on this week's show we have got talk about Doctor Who, we've got talk about exploration missions into, into space, um, not the crazy motherfuckers on Dutch TV but something else. Like, oh, the crazy motherfuckers on Dutch TV we need to talk about as well, they've researched recently. Legit space exploration. Um, We've got some card game talk, news about what's coming up in terms of conventions over the winter. Uh, what else? What have we missed? Uh, well, there's, there's, yeah, there's yeah, gigs and stuff that's coming in. Yeah, stuff. loads of stuff, so yeah, yeah. But you know, we'll make up as we go along. But, uh, as you can see, the, uh, the, the not swearing so much has kind of gone out the window oh, in the first 30 yeah. seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I sent a message, for those, yeah. <laughs> I sent a message earlier on, we're going to start timing the shows because we're getting picked up by Energy Groove Radio, which means we're going to get syndicated and played on Emirates Airlines and like all over the world of various Energy Groove Radio station outlets. Which is awesome. Which is amazing. Which is awesome. Which is really, really cool. But unfortunately, the shows have to be an hour long and no, no swearing. swearing. And no swearing. So Bollocks! Like, <laughs> <laughs> We'll take a pass at that one. Edit We're going to make a concerted effort, and that that was it. That, that lasted yeah. thirty seconds. So yeah, a radio edit <laughs> might be a bit <laughs> in a space near you. But soon. fear not, the, uh, fear not yeah. the, the the unedited, explicit versions will always go out on on the wonky on the wonky uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is cool news, though, isn't it? It is very very cool news. So yeah, yeah. keep if you're ever on. Arab Emirates Airlines, then uh, have a little bit of listening to us. Also, awesome. okay. well, I think they just made a new deal actually. So, what will happen is the, tr- the, the in flight entertainment on Emirates Airlines will track where the plane is in the world and it will then sync to the local energy group broadcaster. Right. So, we'll only really get people listening to the podcast when they're flying over the UK oh, or okay. the UK range. So, unless, five minutes worth. No, unless we can get the podcast then syndicated on to. Australian network mm-hmm. that would be network, cool the Dubai yeah. network yeah. that would be that would be awesome I mean that would put yeah, the Australian too. network would be very useful well yeah because the Australian handles all that side of the world so that handled China and Japan as well yeah cool in terms of broadcast range so yeah that would be sweet but yeah, so keep so, an eye out for us we, should, we, we may be popping into your ear holes via other avenues yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah big news from Nervous as well <laughs> cool so oh, stuff stuff where do you want to start? Well, I suppose we should start with New TV. New TV, yeah, indeed. The, the fall season has kicked off it has, well, in style this week. Uh, unfortunately, uh, myself and AD haven't managed to see anything because my, my normal source of uh, TV is offline at the moment. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm kind of stuck. I, I have, however, watched the first couple of episodes of the new Sons of Anarchy. So, it's the last season of Sons of Anarchy. But that was going on before. No, that only just started, like three weeks ago. Yeah, okay. yeah we're on episode three, just came out this week. Yeah. So I've managed to catch up with Gotham. Go on, how is it? It's actually really good. Okay. Um, it's it sounds like you weren't expecting it to be. Well, I didn't know what to expect from it, to be honest. Okay. It's the story of Commissioner James Gordon. It's a yeah. rookie detective all the way up to where he's going to finish in the canon that we know him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't sure how they were going to do it. There is, for my liking, too many nods of the head towards... Uh, kind of future Batman yeah. yes. characters. I mean, yes. you have the young Selina Kyle is in there. Mm-hmm. There's a young Poison Ivy makes appearance in this episode as well. There's Oswald Copperpot as mm-hmm. the Penguin yeah. in his guise before he becomes the Penguin. Uh, yeah. And there's also a comedian who is telling jokes as a stand up. The writers have said that there'll be a different Joker every week. And that not, it's not actually the Joker that we know, but. Could potentially inspire the Joker in, okay. later, in later seasons. So, so what, what they, do you think they just kind of flung a load of cameos in the first episode yeah. just to go, hey, we know what we're talking about? <laughs> they might as well have not bothered having Selena Kyle in there at all. No, she, she, doesn't, she, doesn't, she doesn't say anything in the episode. She doesn't really do anything apart from steal some milk to feed a kitten. Mm. Oh, and she does, I suppose, yeah, I, okay, she does witness the murder of Bruce Wayne's parents, I suppose. Oh, okay. um, so that that all happens in the first episode, does it? So is, is, is that a kind of Gordon is assigned to investigate that? Is it? 
Harvey Bullock is assigned to investigate it right. and wants to get out of it because it's too much hassle. Mm-hmm. But Gordon's already started talking to a young Bruce Wayne at this point. Okay. So he gets dragged into it. But yeah, there's a. Well, he does re- in canon anyway. So. There's a resolution at the end of the episode which leads them to be open ended. Right. It looks like the, the plot will follow a, a mob war plot line. Okay. With is, it, is it a kind of. What, is it 50s setting or is it. I couldn't tell actually. I couldn't actually tell. Is it, is it that kind of nothing Gotham setting that might be? Yeah. It's just gone. Any time. There's nothing that is outrageously modern. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, there's no like, kind of groovy, like, touchscreen technology stuff and Microsoft no. Surface tablets kicking yeah. around fucking everywhere like they are in every other fucking show at the sorry. No. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the opening, the opening sequence with Selena Kyle reminded me a little bit. Uh, of year one, it was very year one in its execution. Okay, um, which was cool. But it's kind of weird as well on the one hand because we're we're led to believe that this series is all about how Gotham falls into decline mm-hmm. and becomes the city we yeah. we know. But it's already there. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, is it like the kind of dark, mostly shot at night Gotham, or is it? Hey, look, Gotham's nice in the daytime. No, no, Gotham, right, okay. Gotham is Gotham isn't night at all. I was kind of expecting <laughs> a, a, a kind of you know like puppies running around the park and stuff during no. the daytime in Gotham. Yeah, it's normal shit. It's yeah. the Gotham everyone knows. It's just like okay, so how is this going to get worse than it is right now? <laughs> okay, <laughs> and how are they going to pad it out? <clears throat> Is mm. where I want to see what they do because they they're have... going to follow on different character storylines. Well, what I would like them to do, what I saw, what I'd like them to do is actually start giving us some different origin stories for the bad guys, mm. rather than retelling the origin story of Batman, which we already know. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what I assume yeah. from the trailers and the bits and pieces that I've read and seen. That's the line that I thought that it was going down because it, um, one of the trailers. Uh, actually depicts about 12 different um, baddie characters and it's just that's all it is and then it flashes to uh, Commissioner Gordon mm-hmm. or Detective Gordon at the time well, so they're all in the they're all in the sort of backgrounds and then he's in the is the central point yeah that's just a tease isn't it it is just a tease but just how I perceive that to be is those characters are going to be in and out of it and they will follow along those lines as it goes along well, so far we've got um, got the penguin. There is yeah. I don't there see is, how that one works too well. It's really well, silly really well. If, you, if you've been reading, if you've been reading the new New Fifty Two Batman, the, no. I think after the like the Alf storyline, it builds towards the penguin being in charge of Gotham. And if you read the Future's End one shots, which I've been collecting recently, I, I've not got that there with you in my next month's comic yeah. delivery. The uh, Detective Comics Future uh, Future's End one shot. Is really cool. I don't think I'll get that because that's not on my subscription list. I'll enjoy it. Because I'll get Justice League, Supergirl, Justice League Dark, Constantine. Yeah, the Constantine one's good. Constantine one's cool. I I got Constantine, Batman, Batman vs Superman, uh, Justice League Dark, Suicide Squad. And yeah, New Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the Suicide Squad one. I wasn't overly impressed with that. Okay. Uh, Constantine one was fucking What do you think awesome. of the change in Suicide Squad since it went back to issue one again and I've not, the I've, not been, I've not been collecting them. Oh, right, I okay. literally just collected the Futures End one shots. I thought, okay. I thought I'd just get those because it's just like one month's worth of standalone issues. Mm. And then I thought maybe I can dig back into which subscription I want to pick up again. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be Suicide Squad on the basis of that, that issue. Suicide Squad's quite good. I said they've made a big change to it. Um, yeah, they basically finished it and then rebooted it from episode one again, and then and changed a few of the characters around. So uh, now it's Harley Quinn, um, Joker's daughter, yeah, um, and a couple of others. Uh, is it Man- Black Manta? Yeah, the new Black- one that's gone in. The ones in the Future's End, uh, Amanda Waller. Yeah, Amanda Waller's still there. Um, Deadshot. Yep, Deadshot. Deathstroke. Harley. Yeah. And Black Manta. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's I, the new line. Harley should be, yeah. Harley should be in there. No, she, is, she is the queen of Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, back to Gotham. Um, <laughs> the acting was awesome. I was oh, really good. impressed with the actors all the way through, including your man from Cyclones and the OC, mm-hmm. as James Gordon. I thought he was great. Um, I've seen someone 
think it was the Nerdist review. They did the review and they said he, they, that he reminded them of Russell Crowe from Alec Confidential. Oh, right, okay. I can totally see it. Yeah. So that's really good. Um, yeah. But your man who plays... Your man who plays... The Penguin. The Penguin. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Cool. cool. Really, really good. And we'll see him come back at some point in the series. Uh, wait to see how it goes. And also Sean Pertwee as Mr. Pennyworth. Cool. Cool. But yeah, so it's definitely worth checking out. Okay, good. well, yeah, as, as soon as I can get... <laughs> as soon as I can get it, I will. <laughs> I'll be watching it. Yeah, yeah, like I say, a little heavy on the... Uh, the inside jokes and inside references, mm-hmm. maybe weighing itself down a little bit too much with Batman canon, could stand to lose it and tell its own story, but has a lot of promise, would be my cool. quick review. Okay, what what else? Is it any new or is it just for returning shows other than that? Uh, just that in terms of new shows, I have caught the premiere of The Blacklist, and that is as awesome it's as a phenomenal show. being, you know, it's just great. Yeah, Reddington is back kicking ass and yeah somehow he's got his hands on three Hellfire missiles awesome and he puts them to, to good use so that was pretty sweet <laughs> um, yeah it was just a rather a weird episode there's a new character introduced Reddington has a wife who is the target okay. for Berlin and Berlin has got her and Berlin intends to do to her what Reddington did to Berlin's daughter okay send pieces of them back at a time but she's played by I want to say Mary Louise Parker from Weeds. from Weeds and from the West Wing and oh, okay. Red yeah yeah and I think she is wonderful she's awesome yeah yeah she, she can do yeah. she can do no wrong I've never seen her do anything bad she was fantastic in the West Wing yeah I loved her in that so yeah I'm glad to see her in the show cool whether we see her for long I don't know <laughs> whether you just keep seeing bits it's of a turn up week after week yeah. <laughs> Bit morbid, perhaps, but yeah, we'll see. And then, person, of, a person of interest. Go on, I, I, I am uh, very, very interested to hear how how they're progressing with person well, of interest. Well, they've all got normal jobs, so so that they are sticking with that as the they've got to stay under the radar yeah. and be normal. They stay under the radar. Um, Sahim doesn't want to get drawn in to things anymore. Amy Acker's character is just batshit crazy as well. Of course, Root is oh, awesome. Fuck um, hell, yeah. Your main man is a cop. <laughs> okay. And, oh, remember his name? Finch. Finch is uh, a professor. Oh, okay. And oh, the machine okay. the machine wrote his dissertation, wrote his doctoral thesis okay. on the, oh man, something to do with the ethical standards and relations of artificial intelligence. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah. But she made spelling mistakes in it, which are pointed out to him by a snooty colleague, which then leads him to another number. Right, okay. Um, and this person, the person they go to help, has been tasked with creating uh, a network that the cops can't trace for a criminal gang. Okay. And they turn right. out to be able to use that network for themselves. So, so by the end yeah. of the episode, they've, they've got back together as a team. They're and back in business again. They've found, they found a way of communicating without being spotted by okay. Samaritan so it's pretty cool. cool it's a bit slow yeah um, well because that's what I say is they, they, they've got to introduce a whole new dynamic into it yeah. or get very quickly back to what the old one was they got back to it quickly yeah, yeah. so that, that was what I thought yeah. I thought it would be a one episode yeah. thing and then it would be back to it would be too, too usual it would be too it would be too dull to yeah, have yeah. them being normal people all the time yeah well or, or don't they... have to stick to it and then dip in and dip out mm. of it kind of thing so yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm glad it's got back to it because it's, it's a fantastic show. The premise of it is good enough as it is. It just run for years. Yeah. And then Big Bang Theory. I saw the double bill return of that. Yeah, okay. Which still made me laugh. Yeah, still, still funny. Okay. I still enjoy that show. Yeah. So it's cool. But yeah, I've been busy starting my MA. Indeed. So I haven't had as much time as I'd like to reg out with TV shows. I've been busy finishing my BSc, <laughs> so I, I know exactly how you feel, yeah. sir. <laughs> Yeah, I had, I had a lecture on film music where we got to watch 2001. I suppose just watched the beginning of that a few times to talk about Unsprag Zarathustra, which is the music mm-hmm. by Strauss, which is used dom, 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 dom. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then I looked at the lesson schedules for the next like 10 weeks, and then week five is Star Trek week. <laughs> We're analysing sounds and music in Star Trek. I was like, 
awesome. This is so cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my lecturer was just like, I'll, te- I'll try to just give you 50 to 60 pages of reading every week. You know, keep it light and a couple of films to watch. Like, Do you ever uh, find yourself recognising sound effects in programmes when you watch them? The one that I tend to recognise the most is the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah. There's other ones that I get, which is like a creaking gate. Yes. And then it kind of a metal clank as it shuts. And yes. I always notice that one. It's always the same bloody sound effect. Well, that's the thing. As a sound designer, I can say that I do rely on a couple of specific samples mm. a lot. Most pieces of work that I do will have the same sort of symbol sound in them. Yeah. So if you could take a symbol and time stretch it and reverse it, you can just underlay that in a suspenseful or a, a horror scene. Yeah. Because it has a very natural finish when it comes to the, to the end of its life. Um, and because low frequencies are, are awesomely powerful mm. in horror movies. Because the body, the human body has evolved to respond to low frequencies. The brown note. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, 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 the, not the brown note as such. But... Um, if you think about it, as we've evolved, every time we've heard a low frequency rumble, it's tended to signify something dangerous. Yeah, danger Earthquake. Dinosaur! Volcanic eruption. Stampede. Yeah. So, stampede! It's a stampede. Yeah, stampede. So, yeah, it triggers the fight or flight response, which is why. Good old tremors. Which is why, which is why bass music is used in clubs. Yes. It, it triggers the fight or flight. That's why it's used in clubs to get people dancing. That's why it's used in horror movies to get people, people get. on edge. Mm. Yeah, it plays to a plays to us at a primal level. Hey, I learned something. Woohoo! Huh. So yeah. <laughs> so, that. so anyways, yeah, yeah, that that was new and returning TV. Uh, there's obviously a ton more, but we haven't managed to get around to watching no, it yet. We've still got all Doctor Who to talk about, haven't we? Doctor Who, indeed, because yeah, because we've been off on our summer jollies and. All been very busy. We haven't actually said anything about Doctor Who yet since it came back on. We haven't. This is true. So he wants to start. I mean, I'll I'll start. I mean, I'm I'm very, very happy with how it's going at the moment. I think Peter Capaldi is settling into the role. There's certainly been a couple of episodes so far where you kind of you can see his Doctor emerging. Yeah. Um, But a lot of the storylines have uh, have been a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. I kind of feel you know the listen that was kind of built up to be like the new, the next blink. Yeah. Um, I, I, I I probably need to watch it again to figure out whether this is true or not. But it basically seemed to be saying that there wasn't actually a monster all along. Yes, but there was. But in, what was the thing yes. under the duvet? It, exactly. That disappeared with the. This is what yeah. I said in my review. I said. It suffered from tiny wimey bullshittiness. Yeah, yes, and, and that I mean my so my biggest issue with it was how they managed to get to the doctor when he was a child when that's all supposedly time blocks and you can't get there and Exactly. Stuff. Now the only thing Because he took think, the safeties off. Yeah, that was the only thing I could think was that he'd taken the safeties and off. And he made a point of yeah. making sure that was reiterated Indeed. as well. So it's because he took the parameter yeah, yeah, dimensional parameters off it and yes. safety locks. Which is why they ended up at the end of the world because the TARDIS shouldn't be existing yes. in that point. Indeed. So yeah. Yeah, but it's still a massive cop out. Yes, it is. Because it means. Oh, I wasn't that, justifying it. Yeah, I was just saying it, that, it means, they, they that, made it a means big point. the whole thing. The whole like he should have recognised the fucking eye miniature for a start. Yeah. Like yeah, and how is he still pressing Clara about who she's seeing for a date? Yeah. Why is he still playing the jealous boyfriend? Yeah. And is he really negging her as much as no, people are making out? Because he's he's been quite mean on some occasions. Too. He has been quite. But mean. again, I think that's probably just the aspects of the jealous boyfriend that are still stuck with this. Yeah, but I don't think it is. But too they, much. Will shift. they will shift. I don't think it's that much of the jealous boyfriend thing. I think he knows that there was issues there. Why they ended up in different timelines because she was thinking about the about oh, desperate Dan. That was the one that got me as well. How could they track her timeline reliably? If she's, what, fractured yeah, if, she's time, fra- if she's fractured yes. through time, how can he reliably know that she will take her to the right point? He could take her to any different Clara shard, mm. which is annoying. Because and the thing that's really annoying me as well is, um, why do the writers feel that in order for Clara to be relevant, she has to be a love interest for someone? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that's that, that wasn't necessary. I know that Amy Pond and Rose both get the most kudos when it comes to 
companions in the modern era. Mm-hmm. But for my money, Catherine Tate as Donna was fantastic. Yes. And Left Turn was a companion-centric episode that didn't rely on her being a romantic interest or yes, something. For and it yeah. worked really well. Really well. So it can be done. Yeah. Clara didn't need, I didn't can need only, Dan to be a love interest. I can only think that they're building up to something about him because he's been appearing in different guises yeah. throughout the And the whole stupid so thing of him giving her the fucking little... Figure the toy that, yeah, that she yeah. gave to the doctor. Yeah, and it's all, so the fuck? I, I, it's building up to something. Whether the payoff is going to be worth it all, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's we'll see. the one thing that has been the problem the last couple of seasons hasn't been the actors playing the doctor or the companion. It's been the writing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying the writing's terrible because it's better than a lot of stuff that's on TV, but it's oh, just yeah. failing at the last hurdle. Because yeah. again, with um, Time Heist which was shaping up to be a really, really good episode, mm. when suddenly it was, oh, it's the Doctor has suddenly gone back in time to mm. call himself up to do it. It's like, really? More time bullshit? Yeah. At what point are the writers not going, we know Gallifrey's out there. Why aren't there other Time Lords fucking with the Doctor? Yeah. Why is the Castellan not come back? Why is why is the Riley not doing anything? Where's the Master? Yeah. Why is it always the Doctor who's fulfilling his own prophecies? Because yeah. why would he do it in the first place? That's what got me. He's done it because he's gone there to say he has to do it at some point in the future, but what made him do it at all? Indeed. Why did he go there in the first place? It made no sense in the breakdown. It did make no sense, yeah. But, that ending aside, which I think I called it the Star Trek TNG um, phenomenon, where the majority of episodes are really good, endings rushed. That aside, the series hasn't been terrible. I didn't like uh, Robot Sherwood. That was the website I... Couldn't stand. Yeah, I I thought that was all right. There were some good elements to it, but yeah. there were some like, yeah, the ending rushed again, uh, like you've well, already said. Yeah, but there was the same episode as the first one, hmm. half half robot, half man looking for paradise. Yes. But the part where it lost me was. But they were completely different. Yeah. People. The, the spoon fight on the bridge was yes. brilliant. Yes. As soon as he pushed Capaldi into the water, it lost me. If that had been Matt Smith, I could see Matt Smith because he was a much more physical actor, mm. bringing out the comedy that a lot more. And then a lot of the bickering back and forth between... Ah, uh, yeah, Ro- the, Robin, the, the, the kind of general boyfriend thing again. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that would, have been, that would have played better with Matt Smith as the Doctor, which made me think it was a script... That it was, was potentially one that was written yeah, for Matt Smith. From the Matt Smith. Yeah, because yeah. um, there's been examples of that happening before. Because yeah. I think Neil Gaiman's one was originally written for a different Doctor yeah, it was, it was yeah. held over. But yeah, Capaldi is starting to come into his own. He is starting to develop his own character. I do like his shut up, shut up, shut up. Yes. That's great. That's becoming a thing. Um, but yeah, I think the writing just needs to help him and play to his strengths rather than Matt Smith's yeah. strengths. Yes. And they also need to think their stories through and stop relying on Bill and Ted style time loops. Oh, I've noticed they are relying less on the sonic screwdriver this season, which pleases me. Yeah. <laughs> and they bought the psychic paper back as well, which yeah. pleases me. Yes. That was something I picked up. I was like, ah, and they brought that back. Mm. But yeah, the the I I like the little hint um, that Clara went. It's like it's always with the screwdriver with you, mm. making oh, yeah. a point of, of of going. We're not going to use the screwdriver quite so much this series, yes. yeah. which is good. It is. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's nicer to see he is a, a bit darker now. Um, especially in, in episodes like the Into the Dalek one where he sacrifices that person yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely showing his darker side there but it it's it's almost offhand and uncaring rather than kind of dark and evil it's, on purpose it, it's yeah. just it's he's, he's it's, just like well that's happened it's logical fine nothing I can do about it yeah it's following a logical process yeah. rather than it being him being a complete and utter yeah. bastard yeah so, yeah Traces of Sylvester McCoy and Ace in uh, Curse of Fenris. Mm. Mm. He's playing the Hemovores at the end of chess. Yes. It would be awesome to see Clara doing some cool shit. I think, to be honest, I think General Lewis Coleman has been doing a fantastic job as Clara. Not saying she's not, I'm just saying it'd be cool to see her actually going, you know what, I'm fed up of this bullshit, I'm going to fucking do some shit about it. 
at some point just mm. through her experiences and yeah. stuff like that that she just takes shit in her own hands because the doctor's <laughs> fucked off doing whatever the fuck he's doing what did you think of the weird squidgy <laughs> Dalek the, the weird squidgy TARDIS interface thing that they um, in? yeah that was weird that reminded me of some other things Cronenbergian no it reminded well, me of Existence quite a bit Existence a bit but yeah. there was there was something else that had something like that recently uh, where it was like a kind Pokey of squidgy, finger squiggly thing yeah yeah I don't remember what it was. Hmm. No, it's gone. It's some other sci-fi thing, whether it was a film or a TV show. Uh, no v idea. V had something similar. Was it V? The new the new rendition of V. I'm Do sure it had the tripods or something similar. That's tripods. That was awesome. I fucking love that show. Was but it no, not Cylons in? Oh, the new yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yes. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. The slimy, the, sticky the bucket things. things. Yes, yeah. where they. Download. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I didn't it didn't really make much of an episode for me. Yeah, it was but just a bit seven. weird that they just kind of went. Uh, I know. Let's get Clara to fly the TARDIS. How do we do that? Have a stick fingers in goo. It was just a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, last Doctor Who. Indeed. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to see where it goes. It's, it's running straight up to the, the Christmas one, isn't it? I think yeah. that's 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 the plan, isn't and it? And then the Christmas one's the last one. And then there's rumours that Clara, that General Louise Coleman's either leaving, mm-hmm. rumours that that's been leaked, but that she's actually not leaving. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Indeed. Yeah. But yeah, that this whole Danny Pink thing had better pay off in a good way. Yes. Uh, yeah, I hope so, because it just seems crowbarred in there at the yeah. moment. It does. Because the episodes aren't long enough as it is. They're only 50 minutes, so I don't really want to spend... You seem to be spending five, ten minutes at the start yeah. of an episode and five minutes at the end dealing with this relationship and it takes up, like, a third of an episode. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm not overly, overly keen on. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We might be eating our own words come Christmas or more be. than likely we'll be eating so much turkey that we'll be sick and... <coughs> That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Any other? Well, I, there's another bit of TV news that I only found out recently. Apparently, it's been out there for quite a while. Which is True Detective season two. Yep. Which is Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell uh, okay. uh, doing season two. Uh, is, yeah. Is that the I saw something the one about that they're it, getting together to do it. I'm yeah, they're, they're starting yeah, filming yes. in the yes. next couple of weeks. Apparently. Yes. So. so is it just the two of them, or will Woody and? Uh, well, no, that Woody Harrelson and them, they're not due to come back at all. Okay. It's, it's due to be. New cat, new, new story. That's the thing. It's oh, supposed cool. to. It, it, it's kind of the American horror story. Do one story per season. Wicked. Which I think is great. Yeah. I think, I think I've ranted about that before yeah, on the yeah. show. That you yeah. know, there should be more of that. It's good just to focus on a story for a series and then move on. Move on to something else. Awesome. So looking forward to that. Mm, very um, much so. Bit of breaking news I saw before I came on the show. Uh, so I don't have many details for it. But they are doing a Minority Report TV series. Ooh, interesting. But they're looking at a female lead. Okay. So that could be cool. That would be cool. Because it would be, I think, the second Philip K. Dick thing to be adapted for a TV show for next season. Because The Man in the High Castle has also mm. been picked up for an adaptation as well. So I'd, I'd love it. I'd, that would be cool. I'm happy to I, see I, yeah, the, the, the guy who created the computer interface for that. Um, Put a video out from him ages ago. It's a TED talk that he did because he's actually that. That's now a workable interface. Yeah, he could do which yeah, exists. Do which exists. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he, he's got that. It's he, basically you could throw stuff from like one screen to another and then up into. That's cool. Yeah, it's a really really cool video. I'll, I'll dig it out and I'll stick a, a link to it. I was going to say the throwing things from a screen to screen has been around for a little while. But no, it's, it's like physically, you just like go and then throw it up onto another screen. It's it, it, when you see the video, you'll see it. it, it he has dipped it, the camera's pointing at him, he moves within the space, and then that moves stuff in the uh virtual Screens, environment. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's all very, very cool. Awesome, because yeah, he, he was the guy who created the, the interface for the film, and then he's gone on to create it him like as a real thing. Okay, he's like kind of you know, the technology's here. Could be like a couple of years and we'll all have this. And I'm like, yeah, bring it on. That'd be so sweet. Yeah. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I want that now. <laughs> um, 
what was I going to say? There was something else. I'm gone now. Oh, no. uh, yeah, another TV show. Uh, there's a J.J. Abrams one that's gone straight to series about JFK. Oh, uh, this is... Oh, okay. yeah, is this... I want to say... Something 1166. Yeah. It's a Stephen King. Again, Again, I don't know much details about it. I've just seen that it's gone straight to series without having to go through pilot stage. Of course it hasn't. J.J. Abrams is attached to so many things. Well, God, yeah. I mean, how many shows does the man want to produce? (laughs) And then Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about J.J. Abrams and the films he's helming. Star Trek rumour. Um... Roberto Orki, he's the guy who's handling Star Trek Three. Yeah, yeah. Wants to bring William Shatner in. Yes. He wants to have the old no. Kirk. Meet. No, not wanted. Still does want to. Yeah. He wants no. to have the old Kirk meet the new Kirk. Yeah. Dig. Yeah. There, there, there are there are not enough tables left unflipped. <laughs> <laughs> I've been flipping tables yeah. in anger since since I saw that news. Yeah. He's retired. He's dead. Leave him alone. Yeah, he's, he's very much not dead. He was on the the, no, as in, the other way. As in the character is yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> he actually seems like a reasonably sound guy because the the podcast that he what? did with the nerds is, is, <laughs> is actually rather good. Yeah, but everybody hates him. All the cast does dislike him. Yeah. Well, indeed, you know, it, it takes some balls to <laughs> write your own comeback after a death sequence as a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a thing that. Was on my radar okay. this week. Well, well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and then of course there's there's been all the supposed leaked photos of the Star Wars sets nearby. Yeah, yeah. nearby uh, by nearby. I mean near to us because it's not Indeed. that far from us. It, it yeah, and there's been a back and forth between Zack Snyder and also Zack Ryder. Then he's a shit WWE wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder, he's a not so great director. Um, yeah, him and Abrams have had a back and forth. So there's been Batman props appearing on Star Wars sets and Star Wars props appearing on Batman sets. Yeah, yes. Because the uh, the Batman's tumbler was given a camo makeover and was stuck to the underside of the Millennium Falcon. Okay. So, yeah. Did you see my picture that I put out? Yeah, your uh, my picture of the Millennium Falcon with a Lego Iron Man on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't resist that one. But weirdly, I was driving around Didcot the other day. Uh, there, there, was, there was a film crew at the, the station, but they were doing some kind of Agatha Christie thing. Yes. But there were signs that just said Endor, and they were pointing. And I was driving through to Oxford, and it was all the way through the back roads towards Oxford, and then it kind of went on towards Wheatley. And I, I don't know what it was. It just said Endor on these like fluorescent pink signs. No... I, I don't know because it, no, it, 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 it probably can't be anything to do with it but thinking about it Endor has got to be important now because that's where they brought down the uh, the Empire yes no they can't I, I, I don't know all, all I'm doing yeah, is I'm, the shield generator, I, I have it? no proof to back any of this oh, yeah. up but then again I, we're I, looking at 30 years later so why would it have to be you know it doesn't necessarily have to be there's, there's too much fucking time difference there I, I don't know. It does not take 30 years. I have nothing to back any of that up. Plus, I, I would imagine that the guys making Star Wars know that Star Wars fans are obsessive enough that if they saw an Endor sign, they would, they would follow it. Yes. If I hadn't have been going to an appointment, I yeah, would have. Yeah. And I went back the next day looking for them and they'd all gone. So if they were, well, you should have done it after were, appointment. So if they were filming an Endor sequence, they probably wouldn't have signposted it Endor. I, I, I don't know, because it was, it was only signposted... Uh, from like the train station round the kind of perimeter road of Digcot, then the Endor signs disappeared, and then there were just little fluorescent markers on road signs pointing it like an exit off a roundabout. And it was when I got to the the A four zero seven four back road that goes to Oxford or over yeah. to Wheatley, and it was pointing towards Wheatley, and I had to go to Oxford. I, I don't know. It's probably absolutely nothing, but wouldn't it have been cool? You should have followed it. I know, I, I should have. It's a missed opportunity. If there are furry little Ewoks in the new Star Wars film, I'm going to have to write some tables just so I can put them again. <laughs> but yeah, because you've got to consider that it, like 30 years later, yeah, why wouldn't there Endor, be is, Endor no. is going to be like a kind of hallowed ground because that's where yeah, the Empire yeah. were taken down. 
But it wasn't. No. It and they wasn't found the Jedi. Station. They found a Jedi Ewok, and they're training it. No, I'm not even going to grace that. Not even gracing that with the first. They didn't take the Empire down at Endor. All they the did. Happened. They didn't. Yes, you think did. like the entire Imperial fleet was like, oh well, the Emperor's dead. Oh well, that's fine. I'm just going to switch sides now. No, they kept well, fighting. They blew up the Death Star, killed the Emperor. Yeah, but the the, the, Empire, the Imperial fleet would have kept fighting for a little bit longer. Well, they probably surely. would have, but that's where it started. It's for the beginning of the Endor, it's not the end itself. That's what's called Endor. Oh, <laughs> yes, Jesus. You said it. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's probably a non-news thing. But I thought it was worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, regardless, I think they're filming in Scandinavia at the moment. Mm. There's been some shots of them filming on an ice planet so it must Fucking be hot. style. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, every ice planet must be hot. Cool. Yes. No. The Star Wars universe is massive, yes. right? They'd better find well, another fucking planet. How do you know that oh, Hoth yeah, isn't? I'm sure they will. <laughs> I'm not even fucking going to. They should really not retread existing stories and stuff. And they they, they, they find new. Superman encased in a <laughs> fucking Hoth. Well, there's got to be a certain amount of callback to it because you've got the original characters in it. So yeah. it just depends how big a role they're going to have. You know, Is it going to be them kind of at the start passing the lightsaber, as it were? to the new generation or are they intricately well, master, involved in the plot bit of both I think it's a drop in drop out I, I think it's a search for Luke really yeah um, rumours I've heard are that the opening sequence is said to be uh, a severed hand or a black robotic hand holding a lightsaber floating through space yeah. and the lightsaber is Luke's and it falls into the hand of the new Jedi so it then becomes a search for Luke. Okay. So it could be anything from that point on, but we'll see. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Sweet. Anyways, what else are we on about today? Well, might as well stick on the space theme, I suppose. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah, real life space yeah. exploration stuff. So the Indian Space Agency this week managed to launch a satellite into orbit around Mars at its first attempt for a cost of $75 million, which is less than the budget of Gravity. Yeah. <laughs> but it's less than a Bollywood movie. Fucking <laughs> hell. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that was, they said that they're the fourth country now to have a... Yeah, I think it's Russia, the Americans, uh, the European Space Agency, and now India. Yeah. And to less, less than... Right around Mars. Yeah. I, less I, than I, half... Less I than had half massive issues with them doing that, to be fair. Why? Just... Mainly because of how many issues it's going on in their country that they need to fucking put money into and spend on their fucking real people instead of it being shit to send into space. Well, you can say that here. Yeah. And yeah. America, you know? Yeah. Americans spend... Stop one... sending people into space. Give us food and... Yeah. yeah. $1.5 billion is what the next American mission's going to cost. Well, but the Americans, aren't they... They're, they're privatising it, aren't yes, they? Yes, it's not a game. They're basically getting... Government Yeah, money. there's... Uh, in. Enterprise and it's corporate business, business yeah, yeah. are going to be taking on the space flights for NASA, so it's going to be uh, okay. a, a commercial product yeah. rather than I immediately NASA. become less hopeful for the future. Well, it's the, the main reason they're doing it is It'd because be like, at the moment they're relying on Russia and they have to pay something like five million every time they want to send someone up to the ISS. Fair enough. And with all the, you know, how, how friendly US and uh, Russia are at the moment, that's not going well. well the so embargoes. Hence, yeah. they've, uh, they're starting to look for a, a domestic solution, and their solution is oh to go God. commercial. Be the fucking Nike shuttle. Yeah. So that, that, that opens up more than just Richard Branson doing kind of space tourism. Yeah. I don't know, I think so. Which is coming up real soon, Very much so, yeah. Very, um, and I hear uh, Bear Grylls is going to be on the first flight. Is he really? Yes. Maybe he won't come back. <laughs> yeah, but he's got survival skills. Yeah, in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a plastic bag and a fucking spoon. Managed <laughs> 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 re-enter the fucking earth. At, at this point, I really wish this wasn't a podcast and you could see the withering look that Brendan's <laughs> giving Andy at this juncture. <laughs> But yes, yes. so <laughs> India have a satellite around Mars, yep. America are 
been working on it. Well, the first space rover has managed to obtain H2O from like a cubic foot of Martian like, space mm. dust, but it's not equipped with the tools necessary to find out if there's microbiotic life in that water. Right. So the next Mars rover that's going up in 2020 is the one that's loaded with a kit to to do that to check that out. Okay. Um, and yeah, billions of dollars the Americans. But that's about the same time that. Mars One are sending their first crew of <laughs> dead people to Mars. <laughs> I can't believe, but like nearly, nearly two years on. Yeah. And this, this, this story just isn't going away. No, no it isn't. Is it? No, it's it, they're going to do it. They're going to do this it. Week because they're down to the last 20 candidates. Fuck's sake. For who's going to go up as one of the first four. So, yeah, it's, it's all still going on. It reared its head. It was on reared its head. It was on this week. It's fucking crazy. And it, it did just amuse me that, you know, to see all the kind of comedians making exactly the same jokes that we made nearly two years ago. Yeah. And, you know, exactly the same point that these are people who are going up to space to die. Yeah. Are they oh. going to send them up with cats? Possibly. Who knows? So, yes. Yeah, that so is, yeah, that's all still going on, and that's... I think it's something like they're planning next year to do the the first of their kind of training missions on on the sealed base, which they're putting out in the desert somewhere, and then the second one they're building is going to be in the Arctic somewhere, and so they're going to have to survive in there for a period of six months and get used to drinking their own piss or whatever they're doing. Oh man, you could not pay me enough to do that. No. What, drink your own piss? Yeah, I'm <laughs> So yes, I, you know, as uh, as time goes on and the shows go on, I'm sure we'll uh, keep updating you on lunatics yeah. on Mars. Drinking <laughs> their own piss. It's, it's, it seems to be our thing. It yeah. started, in, started in show one, it's got to carry There's on. There's your answer. Send Bear Grylls up. Send Bear Grylls up. To Mars. The answer to the question no one asked. <laughs> no, in your head. From your disdain of me talking about Bear Grylls going to space, there you go, you can send him on the Mars mission. No, because that means you'd have to then see him constantly on all the footage. No. And no. that doesn't happen already? Well, I'd, I'd like to avoid watching yeah. Bear Grylls. <laughs> but I kind of want to watch people going up to Mars. <laughs> I want to watch Great British Bake Off, but it's on at the moment. I'm podcasting rather than watching the British Bake Off. That's how committed I am. Boo hoo! That's how committed I am, though. I'm still. So where did you fall down on the on the whole uh, H from Step scandal then? Say what on the Bake Off? Uh, the H from Steps. What? Was it not? Is it not H Bake Off? No, it's it's no? normal public people, dude. Not a All right. Okay. No, so it was the what? What was the program that was, that they were baking cakes on, and she threw his cake in the bin, and oh yeah, yeah that was that Cambridge right. Bake Off. Yeah, but yeah. H from Steps wasn't on. Was it not H from Steps? No, it was not Ian Watkins. No, it was a random. No, there was no bike. famous people. There's no, there's no famous people on British Bake Off. I'm sure it was what his they name. They do a Watkins. charity celebrity no. one once a year, but that that wasn't it. Dude. Talk, talking of Steps though, um, I watched. Uh, Keith Lemon's Celebrity Juice. No, not Celebrity Juice, Through the Keyhole. And they had uh, Claire from Steps on. Yeah. I was like, oh, I remember Claire from Steps. She used to be hot. So who, else was, who else was in that group? And I looked up Steps on Google, and you've got Faye, and you've got Claire, and you've got Lisa, and then you've got yes. Ian H. Watkins from Steps. Because yes. obviously there's an Ian H. Watkins in Steps. Yes. But the picture is an Ian Watkins from Lost, Lost Profits. Profits. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, no, Google, that's wrong. Yes. So there's a luckily Google has a report function, so and you can report it. It's like this is the wrong Ian Watkins. This is not the H Ian steps. Watkins yeah. you're looking for. This is the wrong one. Yeah. So I reported to Google. Did my civic duty. And has it changed? I don't know. I haven't looked. Did you send them a a, a, a proper one? No. Well, you know, you can't do half a report. Don't have proper pictures of special <laughs> steps. But yeah, no, he wasn't on the Great British Bake Off. What was what was Dude, the one? No idea. The the you you know what I mean because there was the, apparently yeah, yeah, she yeah, moved his cake out. Of some the oven. Yes, but that had nothing to left, do with any celebrities. Left, left a man's ice cream out of the fridge when he was making a baked Alaska. But yeah, it wasn't anyone from from Steps. There was no celebrities. There, no, there's no celebrities. The there. biggest celebrity thing recently, obviously, has got to be the uh, video of Alfonso Ribeiro, you know, Carlton Banks dancing, uh, dancing yes. like a fucking boss. 
on Dances with the Stars. What a dude. He's got to win that show. Absolute legend. So, like, we'll happily sit and we'll keep care about nerdy shows and stuff, but, like, watching other TV shows? No? No reality TV? I hardly ever watch some great British dramas. Are you watching Our Zoo? No, not so. It's on after the I've seen a little bit of it. I got bored. It's the story of Chester Zoo. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I didn't really pick up on it. Mainly normal TV shows I watch. I tend to watch The Chase because it's on at like five, six o'clock and it quite amuses me on occasion. Eight uh, out of ten. Eight out of ten does, does, does countdown count on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah, that was awesome this week. And then the new John Richardson grows up. Oh yeah, sorry for Which is cool. Yeah, because uh, we went to see John Richardson the other night in Oxford at the, the Playhouse. That was awesome. Oh, I didn't realise at the Playhouse. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. No, I, I hardly ever watch um, normal TV terrestrial shit, mm. to be fair. Cool. Right. And the, I mean, there are a couple of new dramas that have come out, aren't there, on, on BBC? There's one called Our Girl, which is about a female medic off in Afghanistan. Saw the first episode of that, so yeah. I was intrigued by it. Mainly because they, uh, they had Daughter as the theme song for the, all the adverts. Was in Pearl Jam? Yeah. No. The band Daughter. I think the song is called oh, Youth, but okay. the band's called Daughter. They're an awesome band, so you should definitely check them out. I was drawn into it just from just from that. And that was yeah, that's pretty cool. And there's one with Mr. Morrissey, uh, the governor. Yeah, that's the one that I've been meaning to watch. Yeah, the Driver. Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to seeing that. But yeah, it looks like they're after some good British dramas again, which mm. is cool. Oh, I've just main been mainlining Skins. Because ah, okay. I never watched that when it was on first time around. That's quite cool. I've been enjoying that. Oh, I've been watching uh, Luther. Mm. Yeah, Luther's great. Mm. Third, third season. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So what else have we got for today? Oh, board games. We want to talk about Gloom. We did want to talk about Gloom. Yeah, it's it, it's a, it's a bit of a weird one how it came out. It was just um, I, I was in. Thirsty Meeples just having a couple of hours to kill on a Saturday morning. Sidebar, if I may, I finally got a chance to go to Thirsty Meeples and I fucking loved it. It's great. We it's went the other awesome. day and they, they were doing, because it was International Talk, like a pirate, pirate day. Yeah. They did a pirate week. Did you play? So yeah. they, they were all dressed up as pirates for the entire cool. week, which was Did awesome. you play the pirate game? Did you do the bouncing challenge? I didn't. We only had an hour and uh, I, I used it to play test Gloom. Ah, okay. Um, which yeah, so I, I'd been in there and I just kind of was looking at the card games and saw this one called Gloom, uh, and it, ha- it has transparent cards in it, which I'll get to in a minute. Uh, but it looked intriguing, and so we played it out. And it's kind of it's a half card game, half storytelling game. So basically, what it is is you you pick a family, and in each family there are five characters, and you draw cards and play them on each of the family in order to make them more miserable and then eventually kill them. Yeah. And so the more miserable you make them, when they die, the more points you get. Um, and yeah, there's like four or five different families that you can play and you get all sorts of horrendous things that happen. So you have to tell the story of, you know, the, the butler went into town and did such a thing and he ended up getting wasted on rum and stuff like that and you just build up cards and the way the transparency works is you lay the cards down on top mm-hmm. and then you can see the scores of kind of what nasty things happen to them or you can have good things and play them on your opponents and it's a very very interesting game um, I, I I bought it and I was ended up I was chatting to the guy in Thirsty Meeples and apparently the creator lives in Oxford and had been in Thirsty Meeples doing a playtest of it, uh, of like a new expansion for it a couple of weeks beforehand. But it's an absolutely fantastic game. Sat playing for a good hour. We will try to get him on the show, folks. We will try, yeah. We'll try, yeah. We will try and hunt him down <laughs> and invite him on the show. Right on the show. Rather awesome. than kidnapping him. But yeah, yeah, it's a great game. There's a ton of expansions for it as well. Where you, can just, you basically get new families and then new event cards. But yeah, it's it's great fun to just kind of sit and tell the story of these uh, poor unfortunate souls in gloom. I'm pretty sure that Tabletop have done an episode for Gloom, so I'll dig that out and stick it on the show notes. Yep, cool. And yeah, I'll I'll stick links uh, to both Gloom and and Thirsty Meeples. Yeah, if if you've never been to Thirsty Meeples, you should go because it's it's awesome. It's worth visiting Oxford just to visit. Very much so. Yeah. Nobody wants to play with me. Oh. So yeah, I've played a few cool games in there. 
mostly word-based games, mm. two-player games, because I was on a date. Yeah. Woo! I had a date, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Went to play board games for a date. It was cool. It was awesome. Yeah, that, there's, there's so many games I want to try out, I just don't have the time. But one day I'll just make it concerted yeah. effort to sit in there all day and just play some play some new games. We should, we should go out on a weekend. Yeah, definitely. Play some games. Cool. Weekends are hard. So what have we got for our music today? Uh, music, yeah. Uh, well, oh, I, actually, on the subject of music, I'll just do a quick plug for a, a gig that's coming up, Perfect. which is a band called Blackbeard's Tea Party, who I saw play at Sigmund Folk Festival a couple of years ago in the Anchor Gardens, and they're awesome. They're kind of uh, pirate metal, and they're very, very good. So they're they're playing at Cornerstone in in a few weeks' time. So uh, we're we're well, I'm going down. Uh, so if anybody else wants to, then awesome. I will see you there. But they're, very, very cool. But this week's music uh, is from Darth Elvis, uh, who we saw at the Sci-Fi Weekend of this year, and who are back for another set next year, I believe. As uh, are we. As, As are, are we, we. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, and yeah, this one, it was Burning Sith, is the one that they, they've uh, kindly allowed us to play, so we'll, we'll stick that one on and hope you enjoy it. Awesome. Um, yeah, so enjoy the music, folks. And that's all for this week. Thank you all for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been Aidy. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.